internet what's going on and how's everybody doing tonight? good evening worldwide Web. Good evening, yeah good evening uh, for those wondering this is not a uh re-air of last night's telecast this is actually a fresh one so for those who didn't <laughs> catch us last night yeah this is a we all changed our shirts overnight no, shirts no we didn't i, sure I didn't I, did. no, well, I definitely yeah. made sure i changed my shirt <laughs> I stink at home. I stink at home. (laughs) (laughs) Now everyone knows why we still do this show remote, even though the pandemic's over. There we go. Is it? Is it? That's a really good question. Really? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, guys, we are going to do now our deep dive of Ahsoka episodes one and two. You know, our our deep dive. So um, it'll be really 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 fun before we jump into that because we have a lot to talk about tonight let's let our guy dp let you guys know where to find us there's xpedia.com people your favorite website where you get all your favorite fan fiction and everything that you know about nerd culture and star wars stuff um check us out on our um different facebook i'm sorry different social media feeds facebook twitter instagram and also on tiktok at nerdcyclopedia on the dot com site um, if you're watching or listening to us on podcast, we are on iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Spotify, Google Play, um, Apple Podcasts, anywhere that you listen to your favorite podcast, we're there. Um, if you're watching us on YouTube, thank you. Hit that notice, hit that subscribe button and that notification button. So anytime that we're on, you know that we're on. If you're watching us on Facebook, thank you as well. Make sure you join in our Car- Carbonite Bounties at a Star Wars group where you will meet Thomas Hastings, who does not love Andor. Oh man, <laughs> our steak are not talking. Where's the eject button? We love you, buddy. We love you, buddy. <laughs> I want to put you on blast there, but you got to change that take. Watch the rest of the watch the rest of the episodes. I you you'll change your tune, man. You'll and then it. watch Rogue One right after, and, <laughs> and you'll get it. You'll get it. <laughs> and then leave us some feedback. So we love your feedback at nerds and nerdcyclopedia.com. Getting your feedback and feeding right, right, right back to you. All right. So, yeah, man. For those who didn't watch us last night, we kind of did our shock review. But, yeah, for for us, I mean, some of us probably watched it four or five times. I've only watched it three <laughs> times. But uh, okay, kid, What did you do this last 24 hours? I watched Ahsoka uh, episode one and two. I abandoned all hope in my family and I studied. <laughs> I studied this and uh yeah, that's what I did. All right. Picked it apart. And if you and and why didn't you? <laughs> what else are you doing? I did pretty I did pick it apart, to be honest. There are a couple of notes I did write down about it that well, a couple you, like you iffy things. <laughs> yeah. I, there were a couple iffy scenes I've seen it, and I was like, I can tell they're cutting budget a little bit. They're cutting some corners. Uh, it was overall great, but that, you can tell they the budget was tight. You 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 think okay? You think budget was tight? A new hope. Oh, you can tell. budget was tight. <laughs> budget was tight in a new hope. Budget ain't tight. Speak on it. Budget ain't tight in this. Speak and to Nicholas J. Picky over here. Nicholas yeah. J. Picky, you know. Speak on them. We got to speak on them because you guys like you guys let this these people get away with stuff, so they keep cutting Ooh. the money. You know why this is, this is why this is why the MCU did this because you got guys like DP saying everything's a ten out of ten. This is what oh, happens. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. So let, let's, let's. So let's, now let's, it's now it's not just that the the MCU is is not great. It's it's DP's fault. <laughs> 
Oh, come on. When they when they ended the second the second episode with getting back into character. I mean, that was a win for me. That brought the whole thing together. That was huge. See, see, okay. I, I understand Nicholas Nicholas J and his his, you know, wanting wanted to be just that perfect and everything. But I watched the I watched the first episode again. I didn't get a chance to watch the whole second episode and everything, but the first episode was it was even better than I remember, you know, you know, watching it. The pacing was excellent. The um the 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 cinematography to me, you know, represented what what um I mean to a point where it was almost like he was just channeling his George Lucas, you know, just the best channeling of the best. Of the best. You know, yeah, I mean, it, it was good. It was great. It was good. It was good. So good between between good and great and everything. Yeah, yeah. As as far as satisfying me from from um, like the opening shots, um, the 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 um, the scroll, you know, the I mean, the crawl and everything, um, and just making you feel like you're back immersed in this universe of Star Wars that you know we all know and love. Everything can be Andor, but Andor is its own entity you know it and it's still star wars so you can have you can have two of the same mm-hmm. thing you can no, have yeah. two of the same thing good. for sure i, I mean, thought it was good not yeah. gonna hate the, the way that, and you know what so some questions so the first step for the second episode we got a little bit of this uh like the witches nobody likes the witches okay so why why are these sort of turned Jedi so against the witches. Why are witches always beaten down through history, even our history? Nobody likes witches. <laughs> Salem witch trial, they burned, they they hung them and burned them at the stake. You but, know. but we're we're afraid of them enough to give them full reign. And I feel like like I've I've watched the second episode a couple times because I think that's the important one. The first episode was the one to get us back into the, you know, back into the story and, you know, introduce ourselves to where, you know, the timeline and where we're at now. The second episode kind of built the story. Now we know where we're going. Like, Ahsoka thinks we're looking to find Ezra. The witches think we're trying to find Thrawn. So there's sort of this they're going to cross in the middle and we're going to get this big like aha moment like probably episode six or seven is going to be the 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 real hinge but we've got these two dark jedi is that is that what they are t mitch i I, I don't know there's no official name for what they are but they're not jedi and they're not sith so they're not they're in the middle and I don't There's think something. they're fully sold on what Morgan is doing. I feel like they have. I, I don't think. Well, based on that you're saying, I don't think they know what she's doing. Because that's, they, well, that's, they, that's yeah, true. Yeah, they don't I don't think they know doing. the full, the big picture yet. Because Balin seems like he's trying to get Thrawn to, I don't know, find some kind of power in the unknown regions to take o- overtake things, and and he and it seems it. like. Yeah, he wants it for himself, and that's why his apprentice kind of was like, kind of giving him the side eye, like, "What?" Yeah, 
<laughs> yeah, I did. You picked up on that, right? Yeah, she was like, it was, it was kind of like, you know, are we going to have another like inquisitor moment to where like we have like the turn and he turns on his apprentice or something. But that was definitely unique. Um, wait, wait, say what you just said again. What, 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 um, what you just said about the, um, what, what, um, are you talking about Shin? Yeah, Shin. You didn't see the way she was looking at him when he was like talking about like basically becoming evil because I don't know if she believes that they are Sith, but he seems like he's turning more towards the dark side. Yeah. Um, was this I, more I think towards the end of the um, second episode? It was. That's yeah, what I was, was referring to yesterday. You know, yeah. she had this look in her eye, like you know, um, that like we're on this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so it gives. So it's sort of like giving her a little bit more dimension than just the one note she was right. playing, like the first two episodes. Right. And both yeah, times exactly. when Balin sent her on a mission, she was sort of like, "Okay, I'm doing it now because we, you're my master. Right. You know, I'm I'm going to do what you say, but I don't I don't buy. She's not completely bought into the whole thing. No, she's a little bit on the fence. And I'd like to bring up something we talked about last night about. Sabine getting wounded. I mean, honestly, look where that lightsaber went through. Wounded? She was impaled. Wounded. That ain't she, a wound. She got impaled, but there was nothing <laughs> there. That was all. That was all just. That was all flesh. There weren't any organs there. No, no, no skeletal structure. It wasn't a mortal wound. So, so I think Shin this? did that on purpose. I'm oh, how hard what people was about to say is ask if this was actually um um a human a human you know yeah element yeah, yeah I, well she does not line up yeah she could have finished her off for sure so that that she might foreshadow something yeah I, but she didn't. I feel like that would be really it would be really hard if you're stabbing someone with a lightsaber right and a lightsaber can cut through anything and you're stabbing them and nobody like when you stab somebody they never stay still. Like they at least like fall over, so you would think that that lightsaber would kind of, you know, pull out the side there rather than well, just I go straight be, in. I thought there'd be a little more damage. So well, that's probably it, it, a kill shot there. I mean, where it, where it went yeah. through there? What even if you get shot in certain places, like with a gun in certain places in your body, and it's a through and through, you you can survive. Like you might think that it's a mortal wound, but it wasn't. And I looked at where. Shin placed the blade, ran it through, pulled it out, and it was—I mean, there was really nothing there. It was, like, it was a clean shot. It was, it was a clean, clean shot, clean shot through and through, no. and and she totally could survive. Plus, she's Mandalorian. Yeah. I don't know the Mandalorian. Like, I don't know if the Mandalorian comes in a really like different skin, like she's like have animadium or something in her. I don't think that's really it. <laughs> yeah, she got a healing factor. <laughs> She's humanoid in the aspect that, you know, if you would cut her open, you'd find all the same stuff that we got. Except on the left side, the heart is on the um, the other side. Okay. Is it? David Tennant is the voice of uh, Hanog, and he has a heart on both sides. He has two hearts. <laughs> so there's all kind of weird going on in the show. Hey, you never know what these Star Wars. <laughs> Yeah. Ken, I am not. I'm not in disagreement. <laughs> Ken, I, I will say based on damage, though, I have to nitpick the opening scene when they're in the um, they're picking up Morgan, and uh, Balin starts mowing people down. I mean, I like him as a character, man. Some of the hits he hit, 
like literally he's like he like tapped this guy on the shoulder with a blade and like he like you i was just like this is like i don't know if they're trying to be funny or cheesy but man i was like some of these strikes he literally hit one guy on the thigh and he died and he and went I was down like Oh, but wow. these are the like, new these are the new stormtroopers. The blue shirts yeah. are the new stormtroopers. Yeah. I, I said they just go down like, left and right. I, was I mean that that that, that, could have that, been that, that a little better. <laughs> that, that beginning fight scene could have been a little less Disney, you know, because yeah. it was Cause straight up. It was, it was clean for for what it was. It was definitely could have been a lot more elite. I mean, if in fact a lot of the um the lightsaber stuff could have been just just more crazier and everything, but because we're Disney. This is what we I did. Yeah. Yeah. I think that they, and, and maybe it's something they're leading up to, but I did think some of the like strikes and whatnot, I was kind of like, that looks a little bit like too safe. Like, you know, like a little more aggression. Well, especially like the, it's like trying to like, it was like a, like a ode to the, the Vader scene, right? We've right. seen that a couple of times and Luke Skywalker did it. So I'm yeah. like, and these hallways like, are iconic. Like these are Disney. iconic scenes. Disney was involved in Rogue One, and the end of Rogue One, we all have to admit, is the 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 apex of Vader and what we all wanted to see Vader do. And basically, the saber strikes were the same. Vader did the same. Balin did the same saber strikes that Vader did. They're very similar. There was a choke, a force push up to the ceiling, and then you know cut him across the middle, and his entrails come out. I mean, it was all very similar then we watch anakin breaks people's necks for no reason so it's not yes, like they don't have like they don't have you know younglings fatalities in them this you know they have that mortal combat element in them as well you know this guy's breaking necks and the obi-wan got pretty graphic for for something that was a, a normal series so maybe i don't know it was just to me i just thought that was a little cheesy off the bat but overall it was great i just when i watched it again i seen it and i was like man like he's barely hitting these people but okay but look, we, we talked about we talked during the Mandalorian about how um, you know uh, the Moff he, he doesn't have the Darth Vaderness right he has all the right. trappings of Vader and he surrounds himself with all these um, Vader esque like stylistic choices but he can't inhabit yeah. Vader you know he doesn't have that gravitas and he's not terrifying uh, Balin Skull does all that stuff he does yeah. all he has the aura he has you know the very aggressive you know very powerful lightsaber hitting yeah. <laughs> that you expect from a Darth Vader, right? I think you're right, Ken. It definitely echoed to me that that you're trapped in here with me scene where he comes mm -hmm. on, yeah. where Vader comes on the uh, the rebel ship. And I think that was certainly intentional. Really, really just Balin Skull really rules. And the fact that it's Ray Stevenson playing him really, I think, makes this character run. And, oh, yeah. and it's so sad that, 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 you know, Ray passed away. Right. Um, before anybody saw this, because I think he'd be getting so much credit for yeah. this performance. Mm -hmm. And and he's, you know, he has a history of portraying these tough, monolithic, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, characters that have, that do have depth. Uh, I think Titus Polo is one of the best, is a really, really good character. If you've never seen HBO's Rome, I, I just, you gotta, you gotta catch, check that out. I, I know I'm a history nerd, uh, so I'll, <clears throat> you know, probably it really hit a sweet spot for me. Nerd. And you got to check that out. And he played Punisher. And of I think, of course, there we go. <clears throat> Punisher in the most violent yes. one, yeah. <laughs> the most violent Punisher by a lot. So, Punisher Warzone. Yeah. So, to me, you know, <clears throat> there's this element of menace and danger that guy brings to the role 
that I think comes through for sure in everything he does. Like as soon as he as soon as he walked out of that of that shuttle, you knew that all those like that supercilious oh, officer was screwed. Oh yeah, they were they were done. <laughs> they were completely done. done, especially since they pushed back. What and we didn't know why. We didn't know why they pushed back at the in the beginning. Then we went, oh, they're harboring this prisoner. And that this was a rescue mission. So just like Han and Luke getting on the Death Star to rescue Princess Leia, you know they're gonna pull all out all the stops. And it, it was the same sort of like kind of rescue mission type of thing, heading to the detention level. You know, it was all and that's why I was really hooked from the beginning because it it brought back all these you know childhood memories of what star wars was you know you didn't know what really what was going on until it it kind of started moving and then you then you started to see and you really don't know what side you should be rooting for like that's a good point and i think i think that's something that or do we like the you know do we like sandula and you know do we you know that that gang I think you you have something on this that I think, you know, the villains are kind of likable here uh, in a few ways, right? And they're really portraying the New Republic out to be a bunch of stupid boobs. Yeah. Are, dumb. They, yeah. are they villains? Though? That's the whole thing we're worried about. This is the old uh, interesting dichotomy of the show, though. There's literally three different factions, three different motives, right? We have the ghost crew that's looking for Ezra. Um, we have Shen and, and um, Balin who were trying to get to the unknown regions to get maybe power or, or they see some kind of power. And then we have the really Morgan with the yeah. witch. She's the last of the Nights or so. She's really trying to reunite with Thrawn to, I guess, be his number two in command to the new empire. So there's really, we have three different paths kind of leading towards the same, the same person, which is Thrawn ultimately. So, and obviously, you know, we have Chekhov's Ezra, which will be, Oh yeah, I'm guessing. Well, I don't know. I mean, I'm not even gonna guess, but I don't know if there's gonna be a, another season for this. But are we gonna see him before the end, like fully, or is that gonna be something teased later on? I don't know. Well, they already put it out there, so if he's gonna come back at all, is 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 definitely gonna be in. Can you in bring the, him back though? You think in eight episodes? Can you bring him back? I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's, it's a, so this, this is, I guess this is, I guess my, my Nicholas J, you know, my, my, my nitpick with, um, when you bring on Ezra. Hey, 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 hi now. Is it because of we're bald? Is it like the, <laughs> is, it? is that what it is? Cause I'm on you uh, Yeah, 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 yeah. We, we gotta, we gotta call it out. We gotta call it oh, out. Oh gang, it's all right. But, um, when, when you bring on Ezra, it's, it's, um, it's kind of hard because this is live action. First time we're seeing, you know, Soka in live action, but you still have to wrap up storylines from, you know, prior, you know, from the animated stuff where those hardcore that, that was into the animated stuff, you don't want to see this stuff resolved. You can't bring on, you can't even mention or not mention uh, Ezra without having to go through, you know, what happened to him and everything, you know? So at some point they're going to have to explain this character you know, why he's so important, why was he mentioned as a, you know, as like you said, Chekhov's Ezra and everything, and why he has his gravitas and coming back, maybe like episode seven or eight or whatever. Ezra, you know, this this big yeah. thing. That, but that's an episode in itself. They did that with, they've done that with Boba. It seems like, and I hope they don't do with this, they waste an episode 
like take basically creating another storyline, right? So no, we, we're going we're going to need 20 minutes, as you said, to understand what's happened this whole time, what happened between you and Thrawn, because there have been irking. 20 minutes? 20 minutes? Minimum. Yeah, minimum. minimum. We're, we're, we're going to need a whole episode about that, you know? But, Seriously. Do, but, but as you say that, do we, do we do that on this show? If you follow Disney Plus's instructions, <laughs> they tell you how to get this information. It's it's a no brainer. Just watch okay. the screen and okay. do what they say. Here here here's the big so watch Rogue One. It's here's the big song about that. Uh, yeah, exactly. Here's the big song about that. And uh, Rebels, but only certain episodes. Take take the chance, you know. Ride the series out. Don't do the the Mandalorian thing like you know with Book of Boba Fett. Right. Have have a have a special present presentation, Ezra. You know, a special presentation, just Ezra and his time with Thrawn. Not even having anything to do with, you know, Ahsoka. Let this season ride out the eight, seven episodes or whatever. Take a couple months off, you know, come back with a, a special presentation, Star Wars, Ezra. And here we just get like the, it's not going to happen, but here we get like the, um, the, the, where has Ezra been and, you know, what's happened with Thrawn and everything, you know, all that. Cause I don't think that, um, based on, like I said, the 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 them having to mention it as a um, checkoffs, I don't think it's really going to satisfy us once we see him. Once uh, we eventually see him, that, that's going to be the end of episode eight. What I think, the final episode, they'll like either see him or hear of him. It'll be like kind of like as it fades to dark, or maybe they might even hit us with a bonus. But I don't think we're going to really see him. There's just too much to put in the show. Keep in mind, episode three is only like thirty minutes, which isn't going to make people too happy. But yeah. That's one of those but things with these. With the pistol there, T. Mitch, yeah, you're gonna have it, to man. fire it, man. But this, these eight episodes, I don't know what what the yeah. whole. I, I'd love to sit down and talk to these guys and just wonder, just at, pick their brains as far as the the whole the idea. Eight episodes, like ten. Ten's a but sweet that's, spot. That's four hours of space. That's a lot of space. That's a I lot. Mean, a if lot. you told me you, if you told me, hey, I don't think they can get there in one movie. I would say they can definitely get there in one movie. So keep, in I, mind, I think that's yeah. space. keep in mind though we just got spoiled with an hour each of andors for some people who didn't like it i mean i get it right i mean i got eight hours i basically got a whole trilogy i got a prequel trilogy and the original oh, yeah yeah they, so, they packed a lot in that 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 series right? you're right Dang. if you were watching andor and thinking there just isn't enough jujitsu in andor <laughs> I, I get it because there wasn't a lot of it you know, I was just thinking, you know, when I started watching Andor, I was looking for Jiu-Jitsu. I was looking for, you know, to get that to get that in my life. But I didn't get it. But it didn't matter because Andor was great. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I, I will say that, we, you know, going back to, to um, Ahsoka with um, with some of these lightsaber scenes and everything, I, I think they, they were good, but I think um, – I think we are seeing like the the uh, the emphasis of like Dave Filoni's direction. He's not a master director, and he's let's, a great writer. Let, but... Let's talk about Ahsoka's fighting style. Who has a similar fighting style and sort of technique of using the lightsaber in different ways? Who do we know that, that... two of them? Well, maybe not two, but. Anakin used the lightsaber a lot different than Obi-Wan did. He branched out. He did things that 
you know, we didn't see with a lightsaber, you know, through his, through his timeline. And I think Ahsoka picked up on a lot of that. She's sneaky and crafty and knows how to, like, Obi-Wan would say to Anakin, oh, there you are. Like, he would just pop out of nowhere. He did, he did sleight of hand with a lightsaber. And just with his fighting style, it was very sneaky. And I think Ahsoka embodies that in a lot of ways. I picked. I don't know. That's that. That's what I got from you know watching her scene. Yeah, she she, she definitely has a style. Um, yeah. You know. Um, I mean, I, 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 I like it. I like it. Yeah, I like it was. I liked it. I mean, I know we asked about it, and they did get a little more adventurous as far as some of the angles they shot the fights in, which I can appreciate. So they did switch up the angles. I noticed a little bit. They got a little more three dimensional with some of the fights and whatnot. Um. The Inquisitor guy is pretty cool. Um, I, I just, it's one of those things I wish he was more in the background. I think personally in the first two, and we talk about it, I just think they put too much. It, it felt a little rushed to me. Like they didn't need to have him fight her already. I was excited to see it, but the way she kind of overpowered him, and then now we catch him later on to where he has his saber spinning and like, you know, it's one of those things like, you know, you play a video, because to me, this is shot exactly like a video game. Like oh, the yeah. way we're playing it, it literally, if you were to play a Star Wars video game, the way this is played out, it plays. You got your major boss who's kind of weak off the bat, and somehow he gets this magical power, and he's like all powering at the end. But um, yeah, she basically dispatches of him fairly comfortably. And then for some reason, he just recalls his lightsaber without trying to hit her or nothing, which I was just like, okay. <laughs> and she yeah. just. Did you catch that? Right? Yeah, I was kind of yeah. like, oh. She was like, oh, uh, it, she got yeah. she got spider senses, you know. Yeah, so, so you wonder like maybe these these bad guys aren't really that that bad. Maybe they're you know they're they're thinking about a whole different thing than what yeah. like Morgan is thinking. Right. Maybe, yeah. maybe this isn't. Maybe they're not bad. I mean, it, and you DP alluded to this. Balin's not even trying to kill her, right? Because Morgan questions like, "Are you like? Do you have feelings for this?" He doesn't even know her, right? But he doesn't want to kill off the Jedi, which is kind of weird, right? So I did catch it at the end of the episode that he doesn't want to kill her. Yeah, I mean, he's maybe he wants Jedi. his apprentice to. I don't think he physically wants to kill her as a thing. Mm. He wants Shen you know. to do it, but yeah, I don't, I don't think, think he can. does. No. How um, what is the time diff time length between when we last seen um, from a Rebels to to this show, um? It's almost picks up. It picks up kind of where it left off. Remember, because they did the whole scene where she comes talking to her about like we got to go find Ezra. That was the final scene in Rebels. And then they tied it in episode two, so it kind of like paralleled, which is weird. Well, so I'm kind of like, <clears throat> so when they kind of when they did that scene, sort of like you know scene for scene a little bit. Right. Um, I'm getting the impression everything we seen before that was a lead up up to that. It was feeling like you know time and space and everything. But how long? So 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 Hera's child is how old at this point? Um, at he's least baby. ten. Yeah, because we're seven, seven to ten years old. How far in front of uh, Yavin was the end of the end of Rebels? Well, Kanan's death is probably mm. like the actual thing we need to. Is that question here? I mean, this is Four around years, this, five this years is, before this Yavin. Is, this is. Five years after Return of the Jedi. Yeah, so you figure Yavin plus 
four 15. years. So it's nine years after that. And if you figure Rebels was, I mean, call it three years before Yavin. So three plus nine is 12. So 12, 13-ish. 12, 13 years? Oh, wow. Okay. So I was, I'm thinking that uh, <laughs> her child has to be like seven, seven to 10 years old. So we're thinking like about 12, 13 years old at that point. I mean, I'm just estimating based on, yeah, you know, but I could be wrong oh. about how many years in front of Yavin they are. I guess. I, I and I'm and I'm just just going based off his age. Like, how are we feeling about um, um, uh, I guess Rosario's portrayal of Ahsoka with how we remember her and her her sparkiness and everything. How she sort of like, you know, calmed down sort of like when she went from clone she's to you she's know, she's matured matured a, a whole lot. Yeah. Um, but do we? But to me, it seems like I, I I feel like I should be seeing a little bit more, more um, aggression and brashness. Yeah, it, it's, it, yeah. It, I can understand the growth and everything. I can accept that. But yeah. it seems like, yeah, we would see, be seeing a little bit more of the uh, aggressiveness, like you said, and the brat or yeah. brat, more brashness in anything. Yeah, a maybe, little bit of that. Maybe but she was getting uh, trained by somebody more. else. Huh? Well, based on based on when we originally seen her in that scene, right when she kind of snuck into the the temple and all that, like that seemed more like like Anakin, like it was almost a war, right? When we were introduced to her, this seems like like you're saying a lot more. I don't know if they're trying to focus on her as an actress for like awards, but yeah, she seems a lot more tame. Um, the dialogue, she was getting, I mean, she was getting guidance from dialogue. somebody. Yeah. yeah, it does. It looks a little more like. She seems professional type. You know what I mean? Like yeah. she's not as as aggressive as I would expect like a rogue Jedi to be. I mean, she's right. literally like one of one of like who knows how many are left. And yeah, you're right. She's a little nonchalant with everything. I don't know if that was by design or I don't know. It just so we I mean, I know we have a ways to go, but she definitely is not as I mean, aggressive as I would expect. Especially like when they in that scene they're like there's an there's an there's a there's a an assault droid, right? It was just kind of like tame, and I'm like, I don't know. Maybe more portrayal in the cartoon, the Clone Wars, and everything that we set up this character, and maybe. Yeah, maybe yeah I mean, we're we're still having a, like a lot of the. I mean, we're we got a soak in our brain, not necessarily the okay. actors or actresses that are playing, but we got like we already got her character how we think it, it should be. And it's just sort of like a, a different way that you know Rosario was playing her, which is sort of like you know I think it, I think it's something to get used to, but yeah, um, yeah. it did sort of like stand out to me. You know, she's deliberate in her, you know, she's more adult, you know, slow and um, deliberate in her, um, you know, her speech and everything. You know, um, and I would expect a little bit more banter with you know between her and um, Hera that that's sort of like more back and forth, you know, not qu- not so much quippy. But a little bit more faster, um, like there was a late relationship, like they had already had uh, a history together. Which yeah. I didn't get that. Like if I, I knew they did. Mm-hmm. I knew they spent a lot of time on that ship. You know, they 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 were together on that ship for a lot, and they had a lot of a lot of stories and a lot of expert. You know, a lot of things that they they did, and you didn't really get that relationship. It wasn't as like we would think it would have been. I don't, you know. Yeah, wow. and and, uh, and um, they also have to address um, 
her and her relationship, or Ahsoka and her relationship with Sabine and the whole um mm. thing, you know. Oh, um, what? The whole, you know, uh, apprenticeship and everything, you know. Um, <laughs> a Jedi, a Jedi without the Force. Come on, man. That's weird. You got it, and it's weird for them to call that out. Like, it, like she's like she's not some. You're going to have to tell me. You're going to have to sell me 100% felony on this because I 100% don't agree with that. I'm not on board with that. I'm sorry. So uh, you are you are at your base. You are a Voldemortian because you believe that you have to have the pure Jedi blood in order to to uh, access the Force. I figured that. Well, I just need to know his explanation because I was told before the show came on that there's going to be. A definitive explanation of what the force is, whether it be from the wills, like a divine thing, if it's a midichlorian thing. I just want to know, because if you're going to say, like, if so, then listen, because this is the easiest thing, right? If she doesn't have the force, all she had to do is force pick her up and disempale her, right? Come on. So that's what I'm saying. If she's mortal with no force abilities, you're going to have to sell me on her as a character. I get you, Mandalorian. No, man. No, I'm not doing that. We already know that Mandalorian are a tough, a tough breed. So you can't survive a lot. Luke Skywalker couldn't kill Din. Come on now, stop. Nope, let's not go there. Oh my nope. gosh. All right. Nope. All right. I, I think. Um, I, I, I know, maybe Jedi, I Jedi beat these. these why would Luke, hunters. We saw why did Luke want to kill Din? I'm talking about as far as like a human immortal. We've had this discussion on other shows. You know, I've watched a a, a mortal kill a god that's like eight thousand years old in the movie. Won't say the movie. Um, you know, it was a mutant and a god, and a mortal without training basically killed him. <laughs> Leafy, you know where that is, so we'll just leave it at that, right? So I get it, but to me, uh, it, Hitch was honest. I, I just I need explanation of how somebody, and she can't even really rule the saber. Like I was sitting there, like you know, she's really raw with no abilities, but maybe she develops them. So we know you can learn, like you can learn how to use a lightsaber as a regular old, right? Not force using human, you, yeah, right. just like a sword, and and we know that she's like less less talented than any any other Jedi ever. Like in the last 500 years, so she's worse than them. But at the same time, you know, I feel like you have to have some sort of natural capacity for the Force. It's like a, it's like if you tried to explain sight to somebody that's never seen, right? Like it's hearing, hearing. It's just like hearing except for light. Like that's weird. You know what I mean? Like it's just the idea of that's kind of crazy. So you know, uh, to me, I think there's, there's a lot to say about that. Yeah, I mean, we we address this on many other podcasts. So you know, Michael Jordan has a force. Mary Lou has a force. You know, LeBron has a force and everything. You know, it's people that could play you know ball and you know have different levels of skill that aren't mm-hmm. quite like the level of superstar level and everything, but they still have that sense of you know they got that talent or whatever. Um, I, I think to sort of define, I guess, the force as one pure thing. Is probably missing a point unless you know the the creators just come out and say that's what it is. Um, if you allow more nuance and stuff, then maybe you can, you know, I I, I, I just need for them to, and it's going to be a lot to you know try to do in eight episodes to, to explain why um, Ahsoka um, chose to to uh, mentor you know uh, um, uh, Sabine, you know, 
why that even happened because I don't remember why? anything. Why wouldn't she? Why wouldn't she? She has, she has, she has drive. She's smart. Well, she's she's an artist. I can answer that can really quickly. Not. There's other Jedi though. There are other younglings that have the force that I felt that she could have reached. Look at Grogu. Case in point, there are other people with a force that can be harnessed because as we find out here shortly, the Empire is already taking force sensitives and creating them into the new Legion of Stormtroopers, a la uh, Finn. So why wouldn't you um, try to harness and find these young kids or people and, and try to not necessarily, and we know at this point that Luke Skywalker's alive, trying to create a Jedi Academy. So all this stuff is there. Like you're saying, I need to know why she would choose her. Right. Out of just, yeah. out of just having Ezra's lightsaber because he handed right. it to her. Right. Like, come on now. Oh, I'm not saying that that's not right. They just need to explain yeah, why. It's, it's, it's not, yeah, it's it not can happen. it's good or bad, but no, just explain why this wrinkle why. has come upon, like, you know, the, the whole story between, I mean, because those two have a relationship, you know. Yeah. Now all of a sudden, you know, she's teaching – you know, she's all of a sudden her apprentice and everything, you know. Um, why? <laughs> well, you know, the funny part was is everybody was in the uproar on episode seven when Finn had a lightsaber and he didn't have the force. And everybody's in the uproar because no, nobody other than the Jedi yeah. should be wielding it. So they corrected him in episode nine and said he was force sensitive. So it's interesting to see what Wait. they'll do with, with Sabine. And maybe she's this whole like the new – Bogotan Crees and a dark saber to some extent again. Like maybe we might go down that route, but yeah. I mean, it doesn't have to be nothing like sinister or crazy, but I just, like you said, I just want to know why. It's not bad. Dude. I'd like to know why. That yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm sure he has a plan and everything. I, I I'm, I'm getting this feeling that you know where he had where he had like 22, the 15 to 22 episodes to explain in the animated stuff. He doesn't have that many episodes in the live action to to you know get the point across so hopefully it's done well you know whatever explanation yeah. but they're putting a lot of balls in the air with this thrawn you know um you know Ezra. um ba balin and <laughs> we gotta we gotta start we got a star map now that isn't a world between worlds that we thought i mean it's, and it's a, a different a different galaxy can we address that like this extra galactic oh, you know <clears throat> the extra galactic thing is so weird didn't we like, just get this in um the map to luke skywalker yeah, we did get this in the map to Luke Skywalker. And, you know, when you think about extra galactic threats, I think of the Yuzun Vong and that sort yeah. of weird stuff, but not not the Chiss Ascendancy, not Thrawn, and not. not I, like, how do they even leave the galaxy? Like, can they do it in hyperspace? I've never even considered. Well, look that they at the be able thing that, that they're building. Look at the thing that the witches that's, are building. It has six hyperdrives. That's, that's Thrawn's capital ship, though. You know that for the books. Thrawn always has it's it's decked in gold. That's going to be Thrawn's like capital, like cruiser. And that and that could take you anywhere. I mean, you yeah. could go to another universe in that thing. Yeah, hmm. I'm curious. Yeah, I'm curious about that because so, the, the chest ascendancy where Thrawn's from is somewhere in the unknown regions, but it's not like, extra galactic. So why? And we know the space whales took them. So I guess yeah. we'll be seeing space whales really soon. Oh yeah, well they 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 they, they 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 put that check off in the Mandalorian season three, right. they, you know. Yeah, so yeah. they got to pay that off that gun off somehow. There's there's plenty of those sitting out there. So I guess you know we can look forward to. I think we're gonna get at least one almost pure Rebels episode. Oh, will be one, yeah. This season, yeah. Like like episode seven or eight will be like, oh, we got to get Ezra out of there, and then Ezra will. 
Well, yeah, but well, we had the Ghost Crew coming back together. So, I mean, and it's it's crazy. We're you know we're we're thinking that far ahead. I mean, the thing that makes me wonder everything now is like at the end of Episode Nine, the Ghost Ship is in that final battle. So who is alive that's piloting the Ghost? Because the Ghost 100% is in that space battle. So the time frame between now. Yeah, the time frame between now to the end of episode nine, which isn't that far, somebody's in that crew has the ghost. Is it Zeb still? Is it, I mean, that would be cool, but yeah, I just I noticed that and saw that they were back, so I was like, wonder, could it be Hera's son? You know, an, another Jedi? Who knows? Hmm. I I, I think it's Zeb. <laughs> yeah, Kanan's son could be a Jedi, huh? At that point, I mean, yeah. I mean, if he's, I think that as long as you are in close proximity to the plot, you can be a Jedi in the Star Wars universe. But you gotta, yeah. <clears throat> you gotta know where that is, or else you're, you know, you're in trouble. Um, Filoni's a big guy too of the of the 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 whales, as we notice in the um, the temple scene, right? So there is a way through the Force that the whales can empower Sabine if he wants to go on that route. I mean, I can understand that because. If they do the whole, if they go the route with the wills, then she can obtain the force um, through external methods. So it, it, I'm interested to see that as well because I did notice he's big on on lure and, and the wills and, and tradition, you know, in the EU. So, but why are we saying that the force is like a special thing? It's something that everyone has the ability to 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 sense. It's, it's in all it's, of us. It's, it's special, it's, though, because now we introduce something new to Star Wars, which is magic, right? Wow. And and you talked about that because that's the reason the Jedi are scared, right? They can't – it's it's like 1A and 1B. It's Sinestro and, and Green Lantern, right? They, they're going to – they're it's you know, they're going to counteract each other. Like a magic, two magic. Yeah, a, a Jedi is not going to necessarily be able to kill a Night Sister, right? Because it's like any, 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 any video game. The nicest right. is going to be ranged, so they're not even going to allow the Jedi to do hand-to-hand combat. They're not going to get close enough. So it's going to be one of those things. I'm interested to see that. I mean, she's the last, and they're laying it out that she's the last Night Sister alive. Like this is, you know, beyond everybody else. So um, that 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 was really interesting. That um, the Night Sisters had their genocide, kind of like the um, Maul's race. Um, everybody from da- that that planet of Dathomir seems like it's it's been it. So I'd like to, for them to dive into that, but obviously it's only eight episodes. But it's the brothers of Dathomir, and then you have the sisters. Like what happened? Is she's the last survivor? You know. Mm. That I mean, that's interesting to me. I don't know. It's really interesting that they they've thrown that plot line, and she said that that I'm just a survivor. Like, well, what happened on yeah. Dathomir? Mm-hmm. Well, that that goes back to what I said initially. Like witches have always been, you know, feared, and let's get rid of them. So if she didn't succumb to that, like she wasn't executed, then she was a survivor. Like I think that, like the Salem witch trials. Like I don't know why, but people are always afraid of witches, and that sort of. <clears throat> I guess that's mostly a like a feminine, a female. Uh, you know, character, but there were male witches too, but we really are scared of the female ones. You know, we really think that there, there's something up with them and 
we go so far as to create like well we're gonna we're gonna get rid of them and, and we're gonna say if they if they sink to the bottom of the river then they're not a witch because they drowned because they weren't able to save themselves so there's a certain power to just accept you know saying that someone is a witch that we're we're afraid of which makes her very powerful and i think morgan is a character that's going to be big in this series i think this is going to be our protagonist this is going to be the one now thrawn when thrawn comes in of course it moves over to him but i think the power level goes to morgan right now hmm. i think that 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 character is the one that we need to kind of look at because right now she's calling all the shots she's making everybody make decisions in their own lives because Ahsoka and Sabine now are back together, and where are they going? They're chasing Morgan. I think Morgan. More, well, I think Morgan's more like Obi Wan. It's like you know when he turned himself over off of the Force. I yeah. think she's kind of turned her night sister powers off to kind of go under the radar, and yeah. now she's starting to her abilities are starting to come back. She's starting she to get stronger. Back. Yep, she's getting stronger and stronger. So. Um, yeah, I think you're you are right. Her power is growing, and I That'd think that. Yeah, it was almost like a Palpatine moment when she turned around and faced out the, at the end of the episode, faced out at space, and she was in control of this entire thing. And honestly, you know, just as a, uh, a you know, a super fan, I don't know what all this is. This is all <laughs> new, but this looks, this looks to me like Empire Strikes Back. This has got that that yeah. feel to it like the emperor's in charge of everything morgan's in charge of this whole thing she knows what's going on she knows where she's going she's not clouded balin is sort of like clouded he doesn't really see the full picture she does yeah she knows exactly what's happening yeah her morals yeah. are way more clear than like you know balin who seems like you know he's on the fence I like that they got Clancy Brown back up as like writer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that yes, was <laughs> I was so happy to see Clancy Brown. I like the Kurgan. I mean, every time I see him, I'm oh, just yeah, like so yeah. excited. And how about Kevin Kiner as the the soundtrack? Oh yeah, yeah, yep, yep. This guy, he he started to play. He he composed certain notes that almost sounded like yep. Imperial March. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. But then yep. he turned because he had to do his own thing. He right. couldn't. He couldn't. Yep. John Williams it, but <laughs> the music kind of told the story too. Along, yeah. you know, this through the whole thing. Um, well, he kept. He kept. Felona kept his um guy. So um, and he yeah, did yeah. a really great job. You know, in the as far as the score, the score was great. Yeah. You know, um, you know, throughout like the the, the episodes and stuff. Um. What else? Did, did any did anybody catch the Ahsoka's new ability that she um, was developing as she was going through Sabine's home, like Spider some kind of force to telepathy? Like oh, as she was yeah, like yeah. filling the ground. I was kind of like, hmm, that's new. Like was that was memories? Like, like she was pulling memories from the from, from like, Sabine, uh, like material. Inner, like the yeah, right. I yeah. was. I mean, that's. Not, I've known they did that with it with holocrons and whatnot, but I've never known a Jedi to be able to like extract like fight data from. I don't the air. I don't know. And, and, and let's give props to the Loath Cat because the Loath Cat <clears throat> now is 
a character. Now that's that's going to be, and maybe the loath cat is giving Ahsoka and Sabine some intelligence because and that, that, hey, because the um loath wolf, if they ever introduced that did have like uh, similar abilities right okay i, I see where yeah. you're going ken yeah okay because okay. they see all think about your pet your dog your cat your hamster whatever they see everything mm-hmm. we only see one thing but think about it like your dog is looking at the bigger picture so that you know maybe maybe uh Ahsoka was pulling from maybe from the animal a little bit That'd be a good reveal if 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 um if that's where they go, you know that that instead of just having it, that's really great writing if they do that. <laughs> instead of just having it as like you know your cute little um you know pet and everything, it actually means something. I'm, I, I like shows where everything means something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not just for dress up and looks and everything. Like everything everything around Sabine's apartment, there was mm-hmm. a stack of uh, speeder bike trooper helmets and stormtrooper helmets in the corner yeah. you know there was etchings of loath cats all over the wall i mean there was like all this cool stuff very similar to um the lars homestead if you pause scenes through there you can see there's stuff there's all kind of neat little you know i don't know what we call it, easter eggs whatever yeah but even in her apartment there was it was chock yeah. full of stuff yeah, definitely got a pause. Um, we had that one scene where um, Sabine was, you know, riding on that um, same stretch of um, highway or whatever. Same thing we see in Rebels. Yeah, right. <laughs> we we seen that similar thing in, Re- in Rebels with Ezra, you know, you know, um, riding that speeder bike across there. Um, so I thought that was I thought that was pretty decent. You know, and how about that scene where she's getting chased by the cops? Mm-hmm. What about that music? Oh yeah, yeah. You know, all of a sudden, just take a, a turn for the like more of a rock hard, like you know. I cranked yeah, that, that up. Different. I cranked that up in my home theater. I was like, "Well, this is great. This is." <laughs> let me let me rewind this and watch this again. It was a whole oh, yeah. great sequence yeah. where she's just like, you know, giving the middle finger to authority. Mm-hmm. You know, she don't care, and they let her go. The one, uh, the one guy. The one, the one, the cop was like, "Yeah, all right, whatever," and they winked to her, and she winked back, and he took off. Like we never knew where you were. What are you gonna do? You can't do anything to her. It's like Audie Murphy. You can't. Again, she's sort of she she is force sensitive. Who? What? What normal human could do what she did? But if you're not really force sensitive, they wouldn't train you because there'd be no point in trying to teach you how to do stuff. Right. You could never. Learn how to do it. It'd be like, like taking me to a class for how to do fancy basketball dunks. Like I, I could learn the words, but right. I'm never gonna do it. I'm never gonna be able to do a 360 that's, tomahawk that's jam. Not, I'm sorry, guys. Your strength, Ken, I'm sorry. Your strength, your strength is is learning. Let's say your strength is learning and memorizing numbers and history. That's your that's your force power. First you of know, all. You First know, one, my basketball on. strength is boxing out. <laughs> that's my best, that, but that's it. That's the one thing I, I was like average at. And I really wanted to be a, a basketball player. You know, the key, 
and so so Jedi wouldn't necessarily train someone if they didn't have the um the the capabilities, of course. So why? So I guess we're answering our own question. Why would Ahsoka start to train Sabine if she didn't notice something in her, you right. know, uh, to even right. go that route? You know, because she wouldn't just train her. And like T. Mitch was saying, you know, she could have trained Go Grogu. She could have trained like another. Why not? Why Sabine? You know, what is going to be revealed in these next few episodes to 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 let us know why Sabine is that special? Yeah, she saw something. I mean, the Force isn't just choking people from a distance and throwing them at the wall and <laughs> and and crushing their organs. That's not. That's not. That's not force just power. I mean, the force is having the ability to communicate and sense around the, you know, sense things around you. You know, it's like a second sense, like a sixth sense. Like I see dead people, you know, that would be the force. Is it useful? Hmm, I don't know. It, is it useful that you can do, you know, look, look at numbers and count, uh, you know, look at, a, look at a pile of matchsticks on the floor and count them and have the exact number. Is that the force? Sure. I think it I think that it's portrayed as intuition. And I think they show us Sabine du- ducking under that that like X-Wing jumper, that whatever that, that model it, is. Is that it that's intuition, right? That's the force a little bit. It seems like it a little bit. Maybe it, are they are they gonna be trying to say that she has the capacity for it, but she just never really studied and it was never developed, and it's like, you know, again. Uh, my my three sixty tomahawk jam classes that were fun, but I mean I couldn't I couldn't do a three sixty tomahawk jam save my life. You'd have to lower the room significantly. Well, I mean, so I mean I so I just did some some reading in the back end of it. So it is it is going to be there is going to be no no dramatic tie in as far as Sabine having the force. Essentially, what it is is, she would have been classified as one of the younglings who never would ascend to Jedi Knight. So she might have been trained at the academy, but she never would have became a Jedi Knight. Her level, as we said, she has a level of the Force that's so low. And Wang saw said this to you. You're just your level's low, right? Doesn't mean that you can't be a, a Force wielder. You can't be. It's not saying you couldn't be a Jedi, but you would. She would never be a Jedi Knight, is what it would be. And I think they would. They go on to explain that in a lot of the the excerpts of the episode. It's, uh, yeah. I mean, he said it. He's had many Padawans over the century, and her amplitude of the Force would fall well, well beyond that. Keep in mind that there aren't many that, you know, left to, to train. So, yeah, I, that's really what it is. I mean, if we're talking of the sports analogy, she'd be playing in like the NBA G League, not the NBA, right? So, yeah. You can still play basketball, but you're not she playing in the still, majors. She could still score a three pointer, you know. Of course. Hey, you know, that, maybe one out of ten times instead of like you know instead right. of nine how, out of ten times. How how about four out of ten? Four how out of four out of ten. She we'll, tries we'll it. four shots. <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying the force doesn't necessarily. You know, I I remember the conversation between Luke and Obi Wan. You know, the force is an energy field created by all living things, mm-hmm. all living things. So it's not. It's not, it's not subjective. It doesn't. You don't have to be a particular power level. You don't have to be a particular. You don't have to have like an upbringing. Your parents don't have to be Palpatines for you to Palpatines have 
have the ability to sense the force. It's just, it's just there. Now, yeah, the sitcom, the Palpatine. Ken, Ken is the, the eternal optimist. Like Ken is the I, I'm gonna I don't know. That. To me, I feel like it's fine for them to say, yeah, exactly what Ken said on this one. And I think it's okay. And we figure, you know, Anakin Skywalker did a lot to change the selection criteria for, you know, Jedi Knights. When you really yeah. think about it, you're going to have to cast a pretty wide net to get enough people to actually fill even the FBI section of the Jedi Order out. I mean, goodness, you're going to have need dozen, like a couple thousand, and then you have like you, six. Yeah, you can't raise the bar so high that you can't even get your lieutenant staff. <laughs> right. We're not, but we're not saying that. We're saying that she's a Jedi. She's just not going to be a Jedi Knight. That's like the that's like saying an army an army. Uh, but you have you have an army ranger, right? She's not yeah, a ranger. Can Skywalker's apprentice training someone who isn't even like close enough to the force to really make the mustard i mean th that that's saying well how does the force make that okay like allow that to be okay right because that's obviously a misallocation of talent unless right sabine is something something else something else something different so which, either that or like ahsoka just had nothing else better to do but uh to say okay see I, I see a little bit of something, you know. Might as well well, if exactly. you if you saw someone doing the stuff Sabine's doing, you you would think there was something weird going on. The ability to solve all those puzzles, all the art stuff, you know what I mean? All the dexterity stuff, yeah. riding like driving that crazy what the a crazy motorcycle, right? Like yeah. one of those like Ducatis or whatever, just flying around a city and just doing insane crap, right? You'd be like, Wow. Uh, the, the cop was like she's something's crazy. going on. And and think about that battle between her and Shin. She held her own. She yeah, but we're we're not saying that well. she's we're not saying that she's not a Jedi though. But it's like a, somebody who's in the army who's not a ranger doesn't mean you're not in the army. It's, I'm not saying like she's not going to be a Jedi, but to get to that knight level, that's what maybe that's the difference. And there's there's a difference between knights, right, and then Jedi. There's a yeah. ton of there's a ton of Padawans. So I'm not saying that she's not capable of being a Jedi, but she's just. And and keep in mind, I'm ascending. I'm keeping her to a a, a level Jedi that were Coruscant Council. So obviously now that she she could be a knight, right? There's no there's no council no, left. No, so isn't, maybe isn't the, the criteria between isn't the difference between a Jedi and a Jedi Knight? A Jedi Knight can teach. A Jedi can't. Uh, no, fair? a Jedi Master. There's a ma Master Knights are the teachers that can get Padawans. So a Jedi Knights Knight not have Knight, a Padawan. Knights, you just have to um, pass the test to be a Jedi Knight. With the trials, the Jedi, Jedi trials. trials, which they the Council can just kind of sometimes go, you're done. Yeah. You did it. Well, they they can trials. just stop them depending on, yeah, whatever you want. That's Way to go, buddy. It's like parallel parking and halfway pulling into space and not, you know, not Here, here's your Jedi master patch. <laughs> Sew it on your robe. Ben, what is it, Ken? We, what do we get the pins? We get, you get your pins for getting your, going through your lightsaber training. Yeah. I, well, I got, I got my pin for both lightsabers that I spent like $300 yeah. for. So 349. Yeah. 349. Knight. 349. I got a power one and I have the, the light side one. They went up 50 bucks. Those bastards. The mouse doesn't need new pants. Please. You shut your mouth. <laughs> I got an FOP sticker from a um, telemarker that called me. <laughs> uh, what a good a sticker. Hitch loved that one. <laughs> is it really sales if you don't get a commission? The answer is no. No, it is not. No. 
Sorry, yeah, guys. That wants, yeah. to, that wants to not pay commission. Stinks <laughs> so, to be you. Yeah. That's how it works. Yeah. We, we've definitely had a fun discussion tonight, man. I'm, I'm just excited that, you know, we've waited for this show. I mean, they've been teasing for this show for like the last like two years almost. At least two so, years. So, it, you know, to finally get something, I mean, and then I, you know, as much as we nitpick, I just want to say I am happy they gave us two episodes. They didn't have to. I think that was a really, really, really good play for Disney um, and their streaming platform. I mean, we talked about it. And I don't the care servers what didn't says. crash. Yeah, I, I don't yep. care what anybody says. Literally, everybody watched that episode last night. So yeah. Yeah. I, I know their numbers, you know, were through the roof. I don't know what they if they're going to release them, but I guarantee that broke all of Disney Plus's records. Just oh, alone. If, if it was good, was, they will. They will brag about it. If it they wasn't, will. then they won't. <laughs> right. But, uh, you know, as as we will delve into next week, episode three, um, and it's crazy. You know, it's it's on Wednesday. Say, but, yeah, it's on Wednesday, Tuesday, three a.m. Yeah, it comes out Tuesday at Tuesdays. nine again. Tuesday is what Tuesdays at nine now. It's okay. Tuesday Don't from now it. on. Yeah, it's Tuesdays. Yeah, yeah. it flopped into Tuesdays. It's called a point in the TV. What it used to be before all the streaming stuff Ooh. came on here. Back in the day, in 2019. Wait, wait a minute. It's not going to be on VHS? When me and DP were covering Watchmen on HBO, and we would watch Watchmen at, like, exactly 9, and then be on the air by 10, 10. That was, that was back in the old days when I was designing all the layouts myself manually and having to flip manually back and forth. So it was... Remember that hard work there, buddy? <laughs> Four or five years ago, it's a long That's time. That's for you guys. Time. That's for you guys. Yeah. Time. <laughs> it's, uh, no, it's. I mean, it depends. Next week, right? It's nine. It's only like thirty-two minutes, so don't know if we yeah, want to we'll do it. Yeah, we'll probably be on at like ten. We'll be on at yeah. ten. We'll be, so we'll we'll be right after week. the episode, so yep. we'll be yep. right back here. I don't know if we're definitely going to do like a deep dive, but um, no. it's only like a half an hour, so we'll be we'll be on um we'll be on right after the episode. Definitely. So. I hope everybody gets to see it. Hopefully you guys watch it a couple more times. Go ahead and do your little deep dives as we did. And, and, then, and then watch Andor and love it. Watch it all the way through. At least, listen, I'm going to say this is not at least until after the heist, right? You have to give oh, it yeah. that far. And I'll say this. Yeah, the first couple episodes are a little slow because they're set up, but they're very rewarding to return to after you watch the whole first season. And after you watch the whole first season, you will find those episodes to be much, much more interesting because you'll understand who is doing what right. and, it, and why that matters. And yeah. I think it's really just being dropped in to the Andor space that's a little disorienting. But once you get your feet, it's 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 an incredible and, show. And, 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 then, and then you should watch Rogue One, and then you should watch A New Hope. <laughs> it makes for a very interesting evening. And then do jujitsu. With Andor, leave your expectations outside the door. Just just watch the show. So yeah, just if if, yeah. If you're thinking about the forest, it's something you bought you might not like, which is why it caught me by surprise because it's it's definitely a complete complete different different gear to Star Wars. And hey, I'm I'm all for it, just like this show. So until everybody next week, this is a way. This is the way. way.